The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Elsewhere, you might have seen the news that the former US Vice President Mike Pence has filed the paperwork to officially declare himself a candidate for the 2024 US presidential election. Jerry McDermott is executive director of the Irish Cultural Centre and the former Norfolk County Sheriff. Jerry, you're welcome to the show and it is good to talk to you. Um, I mean, how is Mike Pence's former boss, Donald Trump, likely to take this news? Well, it's great to join you. And, um, you know, I, I think Mike Pence entering into this uh, primary race for the Republican nomination has to send a signal, a further signal to Donald Trump that uh, his support is fracturing. Uh, he already has um, Nikki Haley, who he had appointed ambassador to the United Nations, jumping into the race and now his own vice president jumping into the race to challenge him. Um, I don't think Trump is afraid uh, because he's so far ahead in the polls. But he has to begin to wonder, is the coalition that he put together in 2016 falling apart? Mike Pence, uh, outside of the United States, is somebody who, whose uh, positions and policies we all interpret through the prism of Donald Trump. So uh, as a standalone politician and candidate, how, how would you describe his position and policies within the Republican Party? So uh, Mike Pence, uh, Vice President Mike Pence would be seen right of centre. Um, somebody that would be, you know, more in line with Donald Trump's positions. Um, But, uh, you know, he's been telegraphing this run for quite a while. Uh, Mike Pence has been going around on a book tour, uh, doing the talk shows. So it was not a surprise that he was jumping in. Uh, Unfortunately, I I don't see him gaining much traction. Um, He'll get a certain percentage in in the early um, states of Iowa and New Hampshire and South Carolina, but the vote that he's after is the same vote that would be supporting Donald Trump. So I don't really see a clear pathway for Mike Pence to be the Republican nominee. So the, the concern might be, from Donald Trump's point of view, though, that he would split that vote, is it? Well, I don't think he would split it. I, I think the biggest problem for Donald Trump is Donald Trump. Um, you know, <laughs> He can be very bombastic, as we've seen. Um, just think back to the 2016 presidential race where he mocked his opponents, uh, then governor of Florida, Jeb Bush. Uh, he called him lackluster or um, uh, low energy Jeb. And he also picked on the United States Senator Marco Rubio, who was a fine candidate, but uh, he, he called him little Marco. So he, he, he's quite the showman, as we all know Donald Trump is. And he tries to steal all the attention from the media. He plays the media very masterfully. And, um, uh, I think with Pence getting in the race, he'll come up with a nickname, a nasty nickname, I'm sure, for Mike Pence, and um, he'll try to diminish him early. Uh, so, but I, I do I do think for Donald Trump, the biggest problem is, is himself. Mm. I believe the only one who could beat Donald Trump is Donald Trump. At, at the same time, I, I don't know what you, your point of view would be. I, I, I get the sense he, he'll relish having plenty of candidates. We've got Ron DeSantis, uh, uh, Governor Christie going back into the race. You mentioned Nikki Haley, Mike Pence now as well. And that was w- w- one of the narratives that emerged after 2016 was that when the field was crowded early on, it was because Donald Trump was such a magnet for attention. Uh, 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 you know, it, it served him well in a crowded field, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And one would imagine if the field is crowded again, that that will that that will play to his strengths. I agree with you. It, it will play to his strengths. However, the Department of Justice looks poised to hand down an indictment 
over the classified documents that uh, then President Trump took to Mar-a-Lago uh, in Florida. So I do think that his legal um, his legal woes are mounting, and he could he could be on stage at these debates wearing an ankle bracelet if if he's not in jail. So I I think the other candidates probably smell blood in the water. And that's why they're jumping into the race, whether it be uh, United States Senator Tim Scott from South Carolina, Vice President Pence, or former Ambassador Nikki Haley. I think they sense that Donald Trump is not going to be able to pull off uh, the magic that he pulled off in 2016. I think that he is, um, we've seen enough kinks in his armor, if you will, and um, there's so many people that may have voted for him in the 2016 because they, they, they just there was a trust factor and a likability factor with Hillary Clinton. Um, there were just too many scandals there. But now, as we look at 2024, it, there's just too much baggage this time for Donald Trump. There's just too much that's been thrown at him. Some mm. of it maybe has stuck and other things have not stuck. He'll have his core base of support. But out of all those candidates, I see a pathway for people like Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. I think they'll be the two most formidable opponents for Donald Trump. But do you imagine that maybe there are some people around Mike Pence, some of his advisors, who are telling him, listen, there is a there is an electorate out there who might vote for you, but they are more likely to vote for Donald Trump. However, there's a possibility that everything that Jerry just described happens before the election that he ends up in an ankle bracelet, that it all falls down, the whole house of cards comes tumbling down in his head, and then that electorate are scrambling around looking for somebody, and you hoover them up. I think the problem for Mike Pence is he's seen by so many of the Trump um, fan base, if you will, um, as somebody that was disloyal. Okay. Towards, as disloyal towards the end. And Trump has said things about you know the, his own vice president that were not very kind, so I, I don't see the transition of Trump voters over to Pence. They're more likely to split between Nikki Haley and DeSantis. And, um, and Nikki Haley, I've, I've got the chance to meet her uh, recently up in New Hampshire. She was already speaking at St. Anselm's College. And uh, she, I tell you, what a backbone. She took questions from the left, from the right, and uh, from business people as well as young college students. And my gosh, um, she's good on the stump. And I think, although she's not high up in the polls right now, that's a dark horse candidate that I, I would keep my eye on. Yeah, a, a, a lot of people here, or certainly a certain amount of people, will be um, uh, will be aware of of, of Ron DeSantis, uh, be it kind of you know book banning or critical race theory or gender ideology, whatever he happens to be kind of good at at, at courting the headlines. Uh, people will be less aware of of, of Nikki Haley and and what policy she represents how, how would you describe her to people i think she's more of a moderate um she's sounding a little bit like ronald reagan um but she's also looking for consensus building which some people would say well she's part of that old rhino republican and name only crowd but i, I think she's got her bona fides with the conservative base uh on being pro-life uh, but at the same time just on that subject she's I guess it's, it's almost more motherly saying, can we come together on an issue? Can we find out where people who are pro-choice and people who are pro-life could find some kind of a consensus around um, when abortion should be restricted? Of course, leave open for rape, incest, life of the mother. 
Um, she was pushing for more uh, foster care, more adoptions, that kind of thing. So whether it's immigration or abortion or the economy, she seems like a consensus builder where she's, where, where she's a real firebrand is when it comes to international affairs. And my God, she, she went after China uh, as good as Ron DeSantis or, or Donald Trump. And the crowd really did react because she spoke of, uh, you know, how close to 100,000 Americans are dying from fentanyl poisoning. And that, that fentanyl in large part is coming over from China. So she, she made it abundantly clear that she's, she's tough. She's ready to take them on. Um, she spoke out about, against Putin being a monster going into Ukraine and all the atrocities there. Um, so she was quite impressive. And her husband is a, 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 an Afghan uh, combat veteran. Uh, so um, she's she's one to watch for sure. I think DeSantis, and you hit on it earlier, he's stolen a page out of Donald Trump's playbook with coming out with some big headlines, like he's mm. going to take on Walt Disney World and not allow <laughs> them to have drag, drag shows. And, you know, he's going after critical race theory. So he, he's got a good group of people around him that are that are telling him how to get his name recognition up early. And um, he's probably the most likely heir to the Trump vote should should Trump uh, falter and yeah. trip up and have out of the race. I think more so than Mike Pence. I think okay. Mike Pence, um, gosh, he's a little too much like Jeb Bush with that low energy. I don't see him catching uh, fire. But uh, Haley and DeSantis, um, I don't know if they'd ever get together, but that'd be a heck of a ticket. Jerry, I am sure we will talk uh, plenty of times between now and November 2024. Jerry McDermott is Executive Director of the Irish Cultural Centre, former Norfolk County Sheriff as well. Uh, Jerry, an absolute uh, pleasure. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.